Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we are back for our multiverse. Oh, yeah. Episode 18 now. Yep. It's, it's, it's been a few, right? It's been a, been a minute. We've done a, a bunch of these, and we've seen our listenership dwindle. <laughs> I know, power of positivity did not... Power up the plays, but it's all good. It's actually one of my favorite episodes. No, I'm just kidding. I'm actually like, don't. <laughs> Which is why you be should go check it so out. So negative on this one. I'm trying to save all my negativity for for the once, Seahawks. Yes. So we got a lot to talk about. But yes, obviously our NFL recap and preview talk. We got a bit of NBA discussions. Pro pro wrestling just had a pay-per-view event go down plus the stuff that happened to AEW. yes and then obviously if you pay any attention to the mcu you know there was a lot of mcu news so we're gonna go over that and that's what i'm most excited about this week yes <laughs> so yeah on the plus you got the husky stuff you got the sounders yeah. in the mls cup but what i just mentioned it go sounders congrats but we're not really going to spend much time on that it's Poss- cool though yeah go work it is so we gotta give the shout out but I don't know nothing about soccer, so I don't want to pretend like I do. <laughs> right. So, yeah. What do you want to talk about first? That is an interesting question. Let's. You know what? We're gonna do it. We're on top of the MCU first. Oh snap! That's coming up next. All right. If you didn't know, on the tenth, Disney did their Investors Day where they make you know a ton of announcements obviously for their investors but you could stream it watch it online too so you can just kind of see it for yourself and enjoy that excitement so we watched it it was actually yep. pretty cool and it's a disney thing so it's like everything it encompassed espn and hulu and just everything yeah. but we're only going to talk about the mcu stuff so uh, and there was a lot but some of some of them we're going to focus most of it on what's going to come out in 2021 and we'll mention the things that were announced but you know they're announced what are, what can we really say other than just i'm excited yes but i don't know i'm sure knowing me i can figure something to say about anything so <laughs> but the first trailer that they showed was for wandavision because obviously that's coming out soon just a new trailer and it was a good trailer i, yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot, it a lot. Uh, i mean obviously Nobody can wait any longer for the show. It's like, we got a month to go. And it's just like, yeah, it's right around the corner. But damn it, hurry up. <laughs> but check marking all the days. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Re- I didn't really think there's anything they could do to get me more excited for this show. It didn't really get me more excited. Just, just the fact that we're getting closer makes yeah. me more excited. But it was still good to see a new trailer. I like any content you can get. So obviously, we know that's coming to Disney Plus July 5th, or July, January 15th. July, that's not a month away. It is too, in our multiverse. (laughs) But then the next thing they showed was Falcon and War Soldier trailer. Yeah. And as everybody knows, that's the one I'm looking the most forward to. But the first thing they showed was coming in March. And I'm like, so happy. I mean, Mm -hmm. never been more happy to be wrong. I was kept saying it's not coming out until after black widow that's what everybody said from the beginning and that's what's going to happen and then some people were reported you know 
Grace Randolph and the Cosmic Wonder guy, they both said it was going to come earlier. But then even they backtracked because it started looking like it wasn't going to. And that one trailer leaked that showed that date of August. And so even they backtracked because, you know, it just wasn't for sure. They really kind of threw everybody for a loop. And turns out it was going to come out before Black Widow. And I'm so happy. March 19th, I believe, is the release date for that. And I I like the trailer, but what I like the most about the trailer is it really didn't show you anything. And some mm-hmm. people, you know, might find that weird, but I'm like, no, I think that's awesome because they, you know, they announced all these characters and people who could possibly show up. They talked about one of the reasons it's supposed to come out after Black Widow was because Yelena Belova, the new Black Widow that they're going to introduce in the Black Widow movie mm-hmm. is going to show up at some point in that show, even if it's just for like a two minute cameo, you know, and then maybe Taskmaster. And then, you know, you just got all these other people that were rumored pound cakes, uh, songbird, just all these other characters that you didn't see anything from them. You didn't see anything new on John Walker, the U S agent who, again, everybody knows I cannot wait for and Yeah, They showed nothing new for him. They didn't even show Sharon Carter. And everybody knows she's in the show. I mean, they literally showed nothing, but yet they showed enough to get you excited. And I'm going to assume there's going to be another trailer probably at the end of, you know, WandaVision, like once it's wrapping up. Yeah. One more trailer to be like, oh, and don't forget what's coming up here, you know, because that's going to wrap up just probably a few weeks before they show. Yeah, I was going to say they they made sure there's not a it's not going to be a long gap. Maybe it'll feel long when we get there, but it's not really going to. Yeah, pr- I mean, probably not just because you said you're going to have one, the one division series and you're just going to be wrapped up in that. And if it's as good as it looks, you're going to rewatch it. Yeah. You know, and I mean, I'm going to rewatch Falcon Winter Soldier a billion times. Oh, something else I should mention is after the, uh, the meeting, the investors day meeting and i'm looking up all the release dates that they showed for 2021 and some of them just say like late 2021 two of them say that so there's a possibility they could get pushed back but if they don't there's nine mcu things coming out one of one of which is the what if series so if you don't want to count that because you know it's kind of its own thing it's not necessarily directly tied with everything else but I don't care. To me, it counts. So there's nine Marvel MCU things coming, either at Disney Plus or in theaters. That trailer so, was cool, too. It was. And we'll get to that one in a minute. And then they announced Black Widow in theaters May 7th. They're not trying to do premiere access at all. They've, you know, they pretty much did make that clear, but so many people are just like, and, and me included, were like, you know, it'd be better for them to do premiere access. Also, either same day or, you know, or just premiere access. And I mean, some people want it for free. And I knew that wasn't going to happen. But they're not trying to do that at all mm-hmm. with their movies. They're like, nope, we're holding out hope for theaters to reopen and everything to be fine and make their money that way. But I also do really think it's more than that. And the reason why is, okay, so Kevin Feige has said, like, he loves the movie experience. He wants people 
to experience movies, especially these movies that way. That's what they're made for. And I know people say, oh, that's just what they say. But everybody knows what happened with HBO Max and how they're releasing all their movies. And we yeah. kind of talked, about, I think we talked about last week, how some of the people are mad. Maybe we didn't. Maybe that didn't come out until after. I don't mean we discussed it off. Yeah. We were talking uh, about recording. how directors off and the certain record. people, like Christopher Nolan came out and said that he was bashing it, even though none of his movies are a part of that. But then the director of Dune, his name escapes me, the, the new Dune movie, he ripped it and he explained why. He was like, we spent three years on this movie specifically making it for theaters. Everything that we could do to make it so it popped on the, you know, in a theater, the theater experience from the sound to the visuals, everything was made for the big screen. And he was like, so to just put it, you know, and yes, it is still going to the big screen, but they want their people, they want their fans and the people to see this movie to see it in theaters and not even really have the option at home. And I yeah. know, you know, we're in this pandemic and, you know, I'm totally fine with watching movies at home. I am. I'm just trying to, you know, show that they really do have their reasons. It's like, I know it sounds selfish, but when you put your, you know, three years of your life into it, you're probably thinking to yourself, you know what? You can just push it back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine with you pushing it back. So we get it to where people see it the way we Envisioned. want them to see exactly and so that's what marvel's doing and but marvel or disney did say that as things progress they'll make the changes that they need so you know i don't think they want to mess with their continuity too much more than what they've already done with this like they kind of they moved falcon winter soldier before black widow they've mm -hmm. had to push things back and do all this stuff i don't think they want to do that anymore so if you know, we get closer to the Black Widow release and theaters still aren't open, they're probably going to have no choice. And that's literally what they're waiting for. They're waiting for, no, when we have no choice, then we'll premiere access it or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, I'm fine with that because it's finally about to start where we're getting, you know, where we're actually going to see some of these shows. And like I said, and these movies, like nine of them this year. All right, this year, next year, but you know, hmm. it's in a few weeks. So, but the next one they showed was Loki, and that's yeah. coming out in May also. So probably, I would probably say they'll give Black Widow a few weeks before they put Loki out. So it'll probably be the end of May. But that trailer looked awesome. I know you got Owen I Wilson that in trailer. it, <laughs> and it just looked perfect. And the thing that I love about that one is they can literally do anything. Yeah, he created his own timeline mm -hmm. when he, you know, took off with the Tesseract. So anything could happen. Any character could show up, you know, and yeah, I mean, Black Widow's not dead. Iron Man's not dead, you know, yep. possibly like I'll oh, just anything can happen. So that is just going to be awesome. I mean, we knew that that was going on. But when you see the trailer and yeah, everything, no. you just and you, get more you get excited. the visual and you're like, oh, snap exactly and then in july july 9th shang chi and the legends of the ten rings comes out and then the what if uh disney plus series is supposed to come out in the summer of 2021 so you're gonna have 
those in this you know in the summer you have a disney plus series <clears throat> then you'll have shang chi in theaters and then this is when things kind of because you got miss marvel on disney plus and it says late 2021 and hawkeye disney plus late 2021 so and then you got the eternals november 5th so you're like are either of those shows going to happen before the eternals to kind of fill that little gap from the summer until the Eternals. Mm -hmm. That's possible. Both are filming right now. So it just kind of depends. Do they get slowed down by anything? And and both shows I'm super excited for. They they finally uh <laughs> officially announced Kaylee uh, Kaylee. Man, Haley Steinfeld. Haley Steinfeld. Uh Kate Bishop, which is just funny because I mean the photos had been leaking for a week <laughs> or even more, and they but were, they like, didn't nope, say we're it. not doing it until Investors Day. It's like da -da! But well, I shouldn't say everybody. Not not everybody pays attention, which is kind of what we're counting on. That's why we well, I mean we talk about this stuff because we want to. Yeah, <laughs> that's another thing. You know what I think about you know nobody listened i'm like does it really matter like it's uh, would i even look if i didn't have the app on my phone <laughs> you know like it's just right there so i just click on it just to see like how many plays but like but if you're here thanks for being here <laughs> we have these no exactly i'm not saying that i'm just saying that we're having you know we're just talking we're about just talking we talk about yeah and uh so yeah eternals in november and then after that, it's all shows that are announced, but there's no release dates. I mean, there's some movies that have release dates, but they're later, you know, 2022, stuff like that. So, but they announced, I mean, didn't announce She-Hulk. Everybody already knew, but they talked about She-Hulk. She-Hulk. The good, the cool thing they said was Tim Roth was coming back as Abomination. So I'm like, oh, that's cool. Oh, I remember Abomination from the Incredible Hulk movie. That was, <laughs> that feels like, centuries ago yeah right it really does well i'm like oh i still remember abomination though but yeah i mean abomination is a great you know character especially you know great hulk villain so yeah to have him back is awesome mark ruffalo up here in the show i mean i think everybody knew that i mean that's yeah, kind of that's kind of how she becomes she hulk you kind of need him to tell that story um, but the cool thing about what they said about the show was how you know she's a Jennifer Walters, She-Hulk, is a lawyer who specializes in superhuman-oriented legal cases. So basically, you never know what Marvel character could appear. She could be representing mm. anyone, and it could be somebody that's not even introduced yet. It could just, that could be their introduction, like, oh, it's a legal case, and you're like, it's you know just some random, <laughs> you know, superhero or something. I'm like that's that's just really cool. And they talked a little bit about Moon Knight. They just, you know, said, you know. Said it was happening. Yeah, which, again, we already knew, so there wasn't really anything new about that. But then they announced the Nick Fury series that they had talked about, you know, that it had leaked mm -hmm. that, you know, they were giving him his own series. And then I think it was Grace Randolph, the Beyond the Trailer uh, lady, she said, I'm pretty sure she was the one that said she thought it was going to be Secret Invasion. I don't know if she said that from sources, that her sources told her, or if she just had a hunch. I don't remember exactly. But I do know that that's where I heard someone say Secret Invasion for the first time. And she was right. <laughs> and that ding, is ding, 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 ding. awesome. <laughs> because 
when Captain Marvel was announced, like that was my first thought, like they're doing Secret Invasion. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that was everybody's first thought. I'm not trying to act like, oh, that was mine. It was a scroll. So everybody's like, they're going to do Secret Invasion. And then when you saw the movie, you kind of thought, but are they? Because the scrolls were good and, and everything. And so now you're like, okay, no, they're doing it. And I was kind of sure they still were. It wouldn't have made sense to introduce them. And yeah, not, and then just do one of the biggest not going that route. Yeah, I mean, that would have been ridiculous. So now it's confirmed. They're going to do an Ironheart Disney Plus series starring Dominique Thorne as Riri Williams. That one, I'm not... That one depends. So I, I never read an Ironheart comic. I'm an Iron Man fan, so I just... And I'm not young. So <laughs> like for me, it's like... <laughs> Do I want to see that? I just want Iron Man. But the one thing I'm intrigued about, really intrigued about is, are they going to use Tony Stark as her AI? Because if they do, and Robert Downey comes back to play the AI for her, I'm totally mm-hmm. <laughs> And I mean, I'll, I'm going to give it a try anyways. No matter what, I will watch, you know, at least the beginning to see if I can get into it. Because I mean, I'm going to watch Miss Marvel and yeah she's a kid so what's it matter i mean but i'm that's the one announcement that i'm really waiting for like is robert Downey come back to be the ai for her you know suits or whatever kind of like how he had jarvis on friday and all that like because it yeah if that happens then i'm totally in but then when they announced that i thought was really awesome is armor wars because that was a big iron man storyline but he's gone so in a way you're like oh they're doing this great storyline and he's not even a part of it but war machine gets to do it yeah he's coming back and he gets to do it and i'm like you know what that's all right they can tell that story just fine with him because he doesn't want tony's tech in the hands of anybody else either yeah so i'm totally down with that love it and then you know they talked to i think some of these other release dates for films kind of got pushed back a little bit dr strange and the multiverse of madness march 25th 2022 i don't i'm not sure if that was the original release date or not but i know thor love and thunder that got announced as may 6th and i know that was supposed to come out on uh the on valentine's day so that definitely got moved back a little but the big news was everybody knew christian bale was going to be in it people were kind of hoping he was going to be beta ray bill and then it was like, no, he's probably going to be a villain. And sure enough, he's going to play the villain Gore the God Butcher. So that's going to be crazy to see Christian Bale in the MCU. Yeah. And the villain, <laughs> like, oh, it's going to be great. Black, they announced, you know, how Black Panther 2, they're going to obviously continue it. They're not going to recast uh, Chadwick Boseman, T'Challa, which they already said but they like officially officially said it like don't worry we're not going to do that so that's july 8th 2022 they talked about blade feature film which again i mean it's really just an announcement when they already made the announcement (laughs) Mm -hmm. and captain marvel too the only reason i'm really mentioning this like some of these like everybody knew they were making them but captain Mm -hmm. marvel too the reason two reasons i mentioned it's going to have kamala khan in it so Miss Marvel, yeah, that's going to be, gonna be really and then cool. Monica Rambeau is going to be in it. Now she's okay. So for those of you who don't remember, she was the little girl in Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. So 
but now she's grown up because that was in the past, remember? So yeah. she's going to be in WandaVision, Monica Rambeau is. Oh. And then she's also going to be in Captain Marvel 2. And then the other thing about that is, is she actually was Captain Marvel at one point, but then she became uh, Spectrum. So, you know, she's going to end up getting powers and stuff somehow, some way along the line. Hmm. And so I'm really interested to see what happens in Captain Marvel 2. Yeah. <laughs> and then they talked about the new Ant-Man and the Wasp, basically just saying what the name was going to be, which I love, Quantum Mania. <laughs> Welcome to Quantum Mania. <laughs> I love it. And then they just, you know, announced Guardian of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Yeah. Coming because they were basically talking about the holiday special that they're going to do. They're going to do a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. And they said they're going to be filming that at the same time they film Volume 3. And then the last bit of news would just be that they announced they are going to do the Fantastic Four movie. Oh, and oh boy. I saw a report that it was slated to be part of phase four. So I mean, that must mean it's coming out in 2022 or at least the very beginning of 2023. So the first family of Marvel is. Oh, man, we'll see. Making their entrance and hopefully, can, you know. Can someone do it right hey, on the Fantastic Four <laughs> for once? I just. Will we see it? Well, when you look at, you know, what Marvel does, I mean, everybody knows they do a great job. Even the people who hate it. They only hate it because it's really good. <laughs> Jealousy. No, I mean, honestly, like, how can you hate the... I mean, you can hate a movie or two, don't get me wrong. But people who try to crap on all of them, like, really? Just, who's mm -hmm. the pathetic one? <laughs> you can't admit that they do awesome work. Yeah. Come on. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I can just imagine what, you know, their thing will look like and how they really it's all about casting not all about but i know people are really into who they cast as uh, reed richards and sue richards actually they want it to be emily blunt and her husband whose last name i'm gonna mess up so i'm not even gonna say it <laughs> uh, but i just don't think people should get too caught up on that let them do their thing and mm -hmm. then hopefully enjoy it when it comes out but i just can't wait for next year nine possible things and even if like i said miss marvel and hawkeye don't get released at the end of 2021 but i do think i, I would almost say for sure one of them is because just like i said you got that gap from you know shang chi and what if in the summer all the way up until november for the Eternals. so you you figure something's going to fill that gap because if you look at the way it's set up, you got January, you know, WandaVision, Falcon Winter Soldier in March, Black Widow in May, Loki in May. And then you got Shang-Chi in July with What If in the summer. And then the next announced thing isn't until November. So mm -hmm. you just, to me, I just feel like late September or early October, they're probably going to drop one of those. Probably late September. And then maybe you get one in december to finish out the year but all i know is it's a great year it's like yeah it sucked that we had to wait so long but now we get to 
we get kind of the benefits of that. <laughs> we get to bask in all this new content. But I'm more than happy that Falcon War Soldier is coming out in March. I'm like, oh, yes, I don't have to wait much longer. Yes. Just live a little while longer. <laughs> <laughs> Just persevere. But yeah, that's all the MCU stuff I can think of. I'm sure there are certain things. Oh, I guess the only other thing. Well, no, I mean, I kind of hit on it. Like I heard people talking about the trailers and how Falcon War Soldier was the least exciting of all of them. And I, but like I said, to me, it was probably the most because they showed nothing. I just, the possibilities, it's like, did they not show anything? Like what's their reasoning? Did they not do it? Cause they don't want to give away any spoilers. I mean, none at all. Or they didn't want you to be able to guess anything. Like, just or or all these people that are rumored are their parts so small that if you leaked it and then people see it and they're like, "That's it," then they get mad. Yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. But either way, it made me so much more intrigued to see that one because Wandavision. You already know, like it's going to be crazy, you know, like you're. So you don't know what to expect with Falcon Winter Soldier. You really don't. You, everybody has their theories, but you don't know. And, and same with Loki. Like You really don't know what they're going to do and they can do anything. So that's exciting too. But they showed you a lot of different kind of scenarios where you're like, oh, what's that? You know, where yeah. again, they didn't show anything in Falcon Winter Soldier really. Just, I mean, a couple locations they showed like, the like flag smashers crew he's going to be one of the villains even the baron zemo stuff when they showed like you already had seen that in previous trailers they they showed you nothing and so that just made me go how good is this going to be that they don't want to give you anything yeah <laughs> but i mean could be wrong what are you hiding from us yeah exactly i yeah but i can't wait for all of them uh yeah all right I gotta stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too excited. I, so much Marvel. I love it. All right, up next we will talk. We'll get into football. Football. You, yeah, you we'll want to do it? Yeah, I got a rant about All the right, Seahawks. Well, now. go from excited. Get, start to ranting. stop talking about your MCU and then get into a different rant about <laughs> something else. <laughs> NFL. What uh, recap? Recap next. of week thirteen. All right, so we got the week 13 results up here. I'm just going to go through in order, and we'll get to the Seahawks game when we <sighs> get to it. I I, I won't really have much to say because <laughs> I know you're probably going to cover all of it, so I'm just going to sit back, and when I get there, I'll be like, all right, your time. Your Let time's... the old man go off. Yeah. Saints defeated the Falcons. Not really Yeah, I mean, every... much to say there. Well, I, right. I guess I should say everybody. I mean, we knew. I guess, you know, since it's Taysom Hill, you probably, there's probably people figuring, no, we can beat them. And the Falcons had been playing better lately. Mm -hmm. But no, but yeah, not a surprising result. Oh, this was funny. The Lions came out on top against the Bears because at the end, <laughs> they were the Bears had the ball in their own territory. Trubisky gets strip sacked. So the Lions were able to score and win the game. That's ridiculous. I mean. Oh, man. The Bears, they should just put in whoever the third string guy is and just lose the rest of the year. And I'm not really about tanking. I really don't like it, but... <laughs> no, we'll, we'll get to a team who's clearly tanking here pretty soon. But, I mean, Trubisky is... 
absolutely proven that he's not the guy. Nope. So you have to get somebody else. Foles, I still like Foles, but he can't stay healthy. It he they just need to can't. and he's very inconsistent. It's not like he's great, but you you just wonder like if he could stay healthy and on one team, could he, you know, just could he just be Matthew Stafford type? You know, mm-hmm. not you're not great, but just on that level to where yeah. You deserve to be a starter for a while, but with those injuries, no, he doesn't deserve to be a starter. So they just need somebody else. Yeah, time to move on. But maybe they can get somebody else in a trade or something. Hey, maybe they can get Matt Ryan. Oh, snap. Wouldn't that be something? The Browns' impressive performance against the Titans. Baker Mayfield came out and was just going crazy. That was a shock to my system. The, the score was 41-35, but it's... Wasn't oh, as yeah. close as it sounds no, it at wasn't all. Close. They they got a couple cheap touchdowns. At yeah, the, end. the game was pretty big. much over. It was over in the first half. Yeah, the Titans they, they couldn't do anything. The yeah. Browns did a very good job containing Mister Henry. Yeah, I mean they did a great job all around. They won a game against a good team, and mm-hmm. they hadn't done that in forever. So and, what's that know, got to like do? Like I said, Mayfield went crazy this week. I was reading something just before the game too, where the coach was saying like everybody's been saying that he's just a game manager. And he's like, the coach was saying we were doing certain things like the the weather and the teams we were playing and all that stuff was dictating that more than, you know, we more than Baker couldn't play and we didn't believe in him. It was like, and I, you know, you never really know if you buy that. You're just kind of like, all right, whatever. You're just saying that. But then he did what he did, and they did what they did against the Titans, and you're kind of like, maybe he was telling the truth. <laughs> you know? So I don't maybe know. Maybe he ain't lying. It doesn't mean you're sold that Baker's great or even sold on the Browns necessarily, but, I mean, they're definitely going to the playoffs. Yeah, they're, so. they're a playoff team. <laughs> did you see how Odell then, like, after – like Odell starts kind of trending for stuff, talking about – because he was on some podcast, and he's talking about – the Giants. Oh, I know he was on Eli podcast. And everything. But I just thought it was funny. It's like, so the Browns start to win. Not start to win, but they win that big game. And now it's like people are starting to get on them. And he's not a part of the team. But now he's getting his name out there again. And it's like, he wasn't even talking really about... He was saying stuff like, I never wanted to leave the Giants. I always wanted to be there. I'm like, dude, you shouldn't be saying that right now. Yeah. Like... I get that you're being honest or whatever, but you shouldn't be saying that stuff right now. <laughs> Awkward. Oh, oh, Dale. I know. And then Dolphins came out on top against the Bengals. Surprise. You want surprise. a cookie? I mean, you beat the Bengals. Hey, yeah, give them their damn cookie. All right. Tua, you want a cookie? You threw for 296, a career high. We did. Gasker was back, and he's out again this week. <laughs> oh, dang it. I know. I hate it. I love Gasker. And then Minnesota decided, let's go to overtime with the Jaguars this week. Let's just do it. Still Jags, one, but... The Jags need a quarterback. I don't... They're going to get one. This is the weirdest tank I've ever seen. <laughs> like, we're going to lose but every game, but we're going to almost win but, every time. But they're not tanking. They're not good enough. They oh, speaking of tanking. Like, who do they really have? You know what I mean? That, I, that Robinson guy's pretty good. No, he is, and and you know they've got a they, couple they got a guys. Gen. But I'm talking about like how many? If you're if you're 
if you don't play for Jacksonville or like you're one of those people that just pays, you know, I pay attention to NFL. I know a lot of the players I know, but I don't know every player. I don't care about every player. I don't even the draft. Like I don't pay attention to everybody coming out of the draft. I pay attention to guys. I want like Seattle, the draft or just certain people who maybe during certain college games, I watch catch my eye, but I don't sit there and do a full draft preview on every prospect. You're not Mel Kuyper. No, that guy's awful. <laughs> Trust me, if I did do all of that, I'd be better than Mel Kuyper. <laughs> in ter- um, before before everybody goes, yeah, he's on TV. I get that. I didn't say I'd be on TV. I'd say I'd be better. <laughs> There's a difference. <laughs> you know, most of those guys are awful. But anyway, negativity. See what you got me on? Power positivity 2.0. You haven't mentioned Mel Kuyper. Why? I was just... <laughs> I, was I don't just know, his saying, name popped in my head because you were talking about draft previews. I was just saying that Jacksonville, they don't you, have you gotta anybody save it. that people really know. Yeah, right. So mm-hmm. the fact that they're losing isn't tanking. The, the fact that they're even in games is impressive. So anyways. Oh, man, the Jets. They tried what? so hard. <laughs> they tried so hard and then Greg Williams screwed them. <laughs> <laughs> They're up three with like 10 seconds left. The Raiders, all they they can do is just chuck it or just lateral and okay, stuff. But hold on. No, go ahead. Go ahead and finish it. Let's so let the people know what happened. What what does Greg Williams decide to do? Defensive coordinator of the Jets. Defensive coordinator. A, do we send people back to the end zone? Or B, do we send everybody to rush their quarterback and have nobody cover? B, Raiders win. Option B, my lord. But, but, okay, so then they fired him. Yes. You know, and he's gone. And then he's out there talking about, I've had phone calls about jobs. Like, that guy's an idiot. Probably not. But That's probably a lie. But doesn't this, like, I mean, if you're a Jets fan, are you that mad? Like, I mean, honestly. like Probably happy. That's what, that's what I'm getting at. Because the, I was going to say, like, this is. The most like evident play of a tank that exactly. I've seen in a minute. I'm like, what other reason would you do that? They want to make sure that they're gonna have the number one pick. I feel like the manager or owner grabbed like the coordinator's headset or the headset to talk to the coordinator, like, listen, do not screw this up. I want Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I mean it's a tank job. And then you know, you wanna protect yourself, so you fire him. Not look, Greg Williams shouldn't even be in the nfl no. in my opinion so you know i don't mind After, them uh, i don't mind them called? if if they if i found that and i and hey adam gase is going to be gone too so what's he it is. really matter they're all going to be gone and that's kind of why he even did what he did if you want to just say that greg williams is being spiteful okay fine he knows he's getting fired they all know they're getting fired so in a way you should just be like they should all be like screw it we're just gonna do whatever we want to do you should see the weirdest plays you've ever seen in your life like when we play them in a couple weeks or no no this week this week yeah we're gonna get to that when we play them they should do some of the craziest things you've ever seen i i would love it even though i want us to stomp them i would still love it because i'd just be like you don't even care just do whatever you want to do because what's it matter greg williams was already on board with that he was like what's it matter i'm out and i'll probably never get a job again let's go send everybody (laughs) that was yeah like the most clear-cut piece of evidence would be like that is a tanking team they do not want to win games you know he's an awful coordinator yeah or just that he sucks Colts take down the Texans 26 to 20. And the Texans should have 
or I shouldn't say should have, but they almost went. Didn't Watson fumbled right at the end? Right? Yeah, because the, they had a shot in the red zone. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, you fight all the way back in. You're already having a tough season. You're just, yeah. You just need something and then. But sometimes, you know, it's just not your year. Just ask my fantasy yeah. team. And then divisional matchup, Rams and Cardinals. Rams came out on top. Yep, we saw that coming. Thanks for nothing, Arizona. <laughs> All right. Over to you. Seahawks, Giants. Uh, quick, okay. quick result, Giants 17, Seahawks 12. The floor is yours. Maybe the worst Seahawks game I've ever seen. When you in, When you take into account how good we should be, I mean – it was despicable on every level. There's not one thing about it that I'm like, oh, you know, well, you can say something good about this. No, everything good that happened, something bad happened. Okay, for example, uh, you get the interception by Diggs and he gets a great return. So it's a turnover. He gets a great return. We do nothing. If I remember right, that was the drive that we ended up not kicking a field goal, but punting. Wasn't that the yes, one? Yes. Uh -huh. So we got the ball. And deep. then we're like, we took we a, did we take a backwards. penalty? Then we kind of went forwards a little. We have Then we have fourth down on the 37. Carroll doesn't kick a field goal, and he doesn't go for it on fourth and six, even though we're on our side against the giant team with their backup quarterback, and our defense just got a pick. And, and then that first half, the defense was playing really good. Yep. So why would you not either try for the field goal or go for it. It made so you got coaching awful. <laughs> You've got, you know, the defense doing something good in that aspect and the offense doing nothing. Yo, know, Wilson, Russ was awful. He was awful. I mean, I don't know what he's doing. I I mean, well, I know part of what he's doing is he's always looking for the big play. They're playing two high safeties almost the entire freaking game. And he's always looking deep every single play. Hit the tight end. You know, Running let's back. do some short routes. You know, yes, the play calling was bad. But before everybody, you know, I hear everybody getting mad at Shadi. And I'm like, no, they all deserve blame. Every single one of them. There's not. And when it comes to play calling too, like how do you not adjust going into halftime? You go into halftime yeah. and you haven't run the ball. You've, I mean, I'm sitting there screaming. I, when we went for it on a fourth down, was that in the first half? The fourth down play that we went for and we didn't run or was that in the second half I don't i'm know. not sure i was going crazy when we didn't run the ball and again people are going to say well it's on the coordinator possibly yes but also it's the coach and it's russ russ has been in the league for nine years you're the you're the quarterback <laughs> you know you're the quarterback of the team you get up there you can audible you can run a sneak mm -hmm. you can do things mm -hmm. carol can say every they're all to me, I, I don't want to hear too many complaints about the play calling. Like there, it's situational, in my opinion, and that is a situational play call right there. But again, Russ can change that play. You could come up and just decide to run a sneak. You could come up and say, "No, nah, we're going to run it." You know, you can. You're the quarter. Who who is going to blame Russ for doing that in those situations? Nobody, nobody. So. Do what needs to be done. You got people dropping passes. You got Russ mm -hmm. acting like he's going to run. He starts to run, and then he decides to dump it off, and then they drop it. You got Carson. You know, ball goes right through his hands and gets intercepted. I will say, though, I wanted Carson to get the ball more running. Yes. Come out in the second half, 
He gets a 10-yard gain our first possession after we make them punt. The next play, they run play action. What are you doing? Run the ball. I'm t- I told, I, man, I told you so many times when everybody was talking about let Russ cook that I didn't think it was the best idea. Not because he's not great. We saw how good he can be when he is at his best. Yep. But when he's not, you need a run game. And when other circumstances... So last week against the Eagles, I don't necessarily think he was bad. I just think that the line was having such a hard time with their D-line that it was hard to pass. Now you could say, well, it was hard for them to run too. Yeah, but it was really hard to pass too. Like, I mean, especially because you didn't have Shell, you know, and you had some backups in there and things like that. And same thing this week, you didn't have Shell, you had... Jamarco, and then he goes out, and then you had a uh, was it Wheeler who came in? I think so. I think Wheeler has to play then, again this and week. And then too. Wheeler was getting bulldozed yeah, when he came in. So you yeah, know, you and that, watch that doesn't help. But run the ball, run to the other side. You know, just uh, it. Uh, there's nothing. The special teams they block a field goal, and then they can't recover it in the end zone. We oh lose, my gosh, we lose Bringing by five DJ points. Dallas. We lose by five points, and th- and that's literally the difference in the game that you can't grab the ball. You're a running back who used to play receiver, so you got hands. How could you not grab that ball? Grab when it a- bounces right to you. All the time, I say how big plays are. How you have to make plays when they're there. You have to make plays. You. I don't like drop passes, especially, yep. especially big play drop pass passes you know dk when he drops certain ones it drives me nuts because you gotta make that play you have no idea what's going to happen later make the play that's there to be made when guys are blitzing you had a wasn't it ugo came in on a blitz and missed mccoy remember i think so i'm like how did and i think i don't think they ended up converting that but i'm just like how'd you miss him how like you guys have got to stop doing now when it's somebody like Kyler Murray or something like that, you still are like, you need to get him. Like you really need to get him when it's Kyler Murray. But at least I understand how he gets away. Yeah. <laughs> when it's Colt McCoy and he barely moved, I'm like, what are you doing? Were you were you expecting him to move? So you ran around him? What just happened? Like, there is nothing good I could say about that game. Nothing. You could say, well, the defense no. was solid. No, in the second half, they got ran all over. They, they, can't they were solid throw for a the minute. Ball. They couldn't throw the ball. So you know they're going to run. And you can't stop them when you need to stop them. <clears throat> uh, just just disgusting. Just awful. Now, now what's, what good can come of it? Oh, they should be pissed. And they better be pissed. I don't want to hear. Oh, for I should mention. The other thing about you know the play calling is Carol comes out afterwards. And he's saying how, oh, man, we were just... We were just gonna, we were yeah. so close to breaking it, you know. So many times we're so close to breaking it. Yeah. That's why the play calling didn't change because Carroll didn't want the play calling to change. You know, he's the coach. He can say, you know, all right, hey, let's we got to switch it up. Halftime adjustments. You're like, look, we got to switch it up. That's what you guys talk about. They go in there and they talk about what they need to do. No, instead of saying, oh, we need to run the ball more, or do this and this, they said, nope, just keep at it because we're about to bust it open. Anytime it's going to happen, we're going to hit. Yeah. What? What? adjust you guys used to be some of the best at adjusting adjust dummies (laughs) but yeah i you know we got the jets so you should you feel good you should feel like you know we're gonna go out there and demolish them that should be your mindset every week by the way shaquille i heard him say oh you know they didn't give the giants the respect that they 
deserved. You should give every team respect. Yeah, we're on the on a podcast. We're talking about it. And we're like, yeah, we should stomp the Jets. You know, we said last week, oh yeah, we're going to beat the Giants. You know, it's a win. But that doesn't mean you don't go out there and play hard. That's why yeah. I get so mad right at the beginning when I see stupid stuff. I'm like, this is what you guys are going to do. This is what you're going to do. You're not going to friggin' demolish the team in front of you. You're just going to play like idiots. You're not going to take what they give you. Like, oh, they're playing too high safeties. Nope, we want to go deep every time. Okay. But Russ, you can look down in front of you. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to look deep the whole time. Oh, hey, you know, you can also run. You can run. Loosen up the defense by running. With yep. the running back, with Russell Wilson. Stop playing like this. Another, but a good, again, a good thing is, you know, you should be angry. Another good thing is, you know, the Seahawks and Russ, they do this. They have these three, four game stretches during the season where you're just like, what am, who are you guys? Like, you're not the team that we've been watching. Usually it happens. Well, I shouldn't say usually last year it happened towards the end. And part of it, yeah, was injuries, but it wasn't all just injuries. <laughs> like there, mm -hmm. you were kind of like, what's going on with Russ? Like he still doesn't look right. I'm glad that this is happening now. I feel like, I do feel like the Jets are the perfect remedy. And then I just feel like, all right, it's out of our system. Yeah. And that's good. Or it should be out just of our a, system. Only up from here, please. Yeah. It should be out of our system for the playoff run. Yeah. And so, you know, if there's a good thing, there's that, but. It's just awful. Anyway, yeah. give the we gotta start giving the the NFC least its props because somebody else won a big game in that yeah. division that we'll get to. Um I was pumped about it. The Green Bay Packers. But hey, go Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still go Hawks, of course. Go Hawks forever. Okay, always. so the Packers beat the Eagles. But the story of the game, the Eagles did it. They benched they Carson Wentz. They didn't win. But they benched Wentz. But who cares? They finally benched Wentz. It is about time. Hertz goes in and throws a touchdown. Yeah, but how late in the game was it? Yeah, what I know. What was the defense doing? Still. But, I mean, good for him. But it's I'm like, glad. oh, dang. And he's getting the start this coming Yes, up they here. already announced Hertz is starting now. Like, it's about time, you guys. Yeah, oh, yeah. man. Yeah, poor Chargers. Uh, They just got <laughs> demolished. It wasn't even... What a difference a week makes for the Patriots, though. We're going to get to that. <laughs> oh, my minute. goodness. But, yeah, I mean, just destroy <laughs> the Chargers. Oh, 45 my goodness. To nothing. Now, granted, I'm, I'm sure that everybody thought that they would beat the Chargers. But 45 to nothing, I don't think anyone saw that. The Chargers had been playing decent. They just hadn't been winning. Yeah. But they've been in games. And the Patriots haven't been good all year. Not, I mean, consistently good. You know what I mean? Not 45 right. to nothing good, like dominating yeah. the team like they did. So, yeah, I mean, that was a good win that you were like, all right, you know, maybe New England's got a shot. And then, yeah, we'll talk about it. And then Thursday Night Football. What happened? Kansas City beat the Broncos. A little bit closer than, you know, their fans probably would have liked when they're yeah, facing the Broncos. The Broncos probably should have won that game, but. Yeah. But they didn't. Yeah, shoulda, woulda, coulda. And then Washington football team. Has ended the Steelers' undefeated streak. You know, the only thing that made me mad about that was part of my Seahawk argument was going to be the Steelers because I was going to talk about how 
Last week we were talking about you know people calling the Steelers overrated as eleven and zero and they're the worst eleven and zero team ever and I'm like it's hard to be undefeated in the NFL and then we lost to the Giants and I'm like see this is exactly what I'm talking about we lost to a pathetic Giants team and the Steelers are undefeated and then they went out and lost and I was like oh you guys ruined what I was gonna say <laughs> but I said it anyway because that's what I do. I called the ending of the Steelers undefeated streak. You heard it here, folks. You did. Give us, but you know, I mean, really, pat you, myself on the back. You call, you pick the football team every week, so it's bound. To and happen. I'm right <laughs> every single time they win. <laughs> was it all four, those was wins that four times? Is that, is that at, four yeah, wins? all four times. That's that's one for Jalen. Uh, and then the Bills picked up a win over the 49ers. Yeah, a little bit like later that. on Monday I'd night. Like to see that. And then, you know, the Tuesday night matchup. Baltimore Ravens won because NFL allowed Lamar Jackson and their running backs to get healthy and play. Yeah. So, but hey, whatever. It was fun to watch Lamar. I'm not going to lie. When he took that fourth down run, 37 yards for the touchdown, you're uh-huh. just shaking your head like <laughs> that boy good. But yeah, he is. That's that that's was the week 13 recap. Yep. And now we discuss week 14 preview that and talk about the thursday night game coming up okay so new england you know they had a turnaround <laughs> for the thursday night game they went from 45, 45 to, to nothing, nothing and winning to losing 24 to 3 to the rams and cam was so bad that they benched him oh my cam i i remember earlier in <laughs> Yeah, oh, earlier in that day, him. I think mm-hmm. NFL put a post on Instagram. It's like Cam Newton's been throwing darts all season. Like, when? so I immediately go to the comments, and everyone's like, "No, he hasn't." What are you talking about? The only about? game he threw darts was against us in week uh, two. <laughs> yeah, week two when he had what, like four hundred yards or something like <laughs> yeah. that. Like every other game, he's been awful at throwing the ball, and this was just more of that. Yeah, just more of that. They benched him. And, and who then, knows? He's if, gonna if he's gonna be back next week. No, I but. think Bel. I saw Belichick. I think he said he's still our quarterback. But I mean, I guess I. I think you should look at the other guy, but at the same time, it's like maybe they already know. I mean, it's Belichick, so maybe he's like, I already know the guy's not good enough, so we're we're gonna <laughs> just ride it out with Cam and then see if uh, see who's on the market next season. Yeah. And now preview of our other games for week 14 you have the texans versus the bears you know in chicago okay so i i said it weeks ago that i wasn't going to pick the texans anymore and then i picked them to beat the colts and they almost did (laughs) it they fell fell short almost don't count but it's the bears and it's going to be trubisky most likely i i am going to go with houston this week and i would have picked the bears if it was fulls but i can't i can't with trubisky yeah so texans and then you have the Cowboys versus the Bengals, the battle of teams who lost quarterbacks. Yeah. Do I have to pick? <laughs> you know, I'm going to go is with the Bengals. The, is that the name of the game? I, I have to do it? I'm going with the Bengals. I don't know why. I'm just doing it. Yeah, me too. I, I also think it'd be hilarious if the Cowboys lost to the Bengals, even at just this point in the season. It would be. Go, go Bengals. Tua gets to go against Patrick Mahomes. Dolphins versus Chiefs. This could be a good game, depending on how, be. you know, the Dolphins defense. Yeah, they they give them a lot of trouble. This a, oh, this is This is a that's a test I'm for that Kansas defense. City. Don't <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't go in Kansas twisted. City, of course. I'm picking Kansas City. But 
I want to watch that game. I, I want to find out if that's what is that the morning game tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I would like another that. morning game: Cardinals versus Giants. You know, I'm picking the Cardinals because I don't. Even though the Giants beat us, and oh, by the way, I forgot to give them their credit. You guys, yeah, you guys get all the credit in the world. You had a, you followed your game plan. You ran it down our throats, and you stuck with it. Good for you guys. I don't think you're going to beat the Cardinals. Nah, but. I hope you do. <laughs> I, I mean, want you I to. Mean, please do. Please do. I just don't think that the Cardinals are going to make the same mistakes <laughs> that we made. And no, I think Kyler Murray will. I plus the fact that they know that the Giants just beat us. They're going to be like, look, take what they give you. They're going to emphasize that. Plus, they're emphasizing a lot more because they've been so up and down. Yeah. Whereas with us, you know, Carol's so optimistic to where sometimes it can be a fault. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. It's like, and that was a perfect example of it, last week's game. Anyway, sorry, we're not talking about that anymore. <laughs> That'll keep coming up, though. <laughs> you got the Buccaneers versus the Vikings. Ah, <clears throat> oh, man, this is a tough one. Just because the Bucks aren't what you really think they should be, and the Vikings, they're better than I thought they were going to be this season. But I'm still not sold on them. Nah, I'm still going with Tampa Bay. <sighs> to me, it's all about but it Cook. Could, I I could I expect this one to be a tight game. I'm actually doing this. I'm going against what I would normally do, and I'm going to give Cousins a shot. Uh oh, Captain Kurt, gonna, you like that? Cousin, I think it's going to be because of Cook. But you like that. I don't like cousins. Are, so I'm gonna but I'm giving them this one. So I'm I'm going with the Vikings. All right, then we got the come on, Kirk. Panthers taking on the Broncos. And that should be a Panthers thriller game. Definitely Panthers. It could be a good game. Tennessee you versus the Jaguars. Tennessee. No, hold on a second. No, hang on. How dare you dish I had a, Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater? I, I had a line in my head and it just got cut off. <laughs> well, hey, you didn't let me comment. Dang it. Carolina, and it could be a good game. It could be a bad game, but geez, you just be immediately crap on it. You think so, huh? I think huh. I think so. I don't think it's going to be pretty. I hope we're forced to watch that now. Forget <laughs> Kansas City and Miami. I hope that's the only game on and it ends up it's being just, great. <laughs> it's just Denver and the Panthers. Right. Thank you, NFL. <laughs> All right, you remember your line? The Tennessee Titans are going to beat the Jacksonville Jaguars by a whopping three points because that's literally the story of all the Jaguars games this season. <laughs> kind of Tennessee's, too. <laughs> the Tennessee's, too. Uh, Yeah, that was what we were waiting for. That was your big line? Yeah, it was. It would have been a lot you know, smoother if, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, now it kind of seemed like it was built up because you were like, oh, I was going to say something, and then that's all it was. It was gonna be, it was smooth. It would have been a smooth transition, but you know, it would have been. But then, but because but you, of your you reaction, you made it seem like you had this line that was so great. It was. And then you know, it the, got ruined by the. It's moment. in the Hall of Fame alliance. Hmm, okay, I'm with you though. Just Titan, now, Titans. All right, <laughs> <laughs> we're with the Titans. <laughs> Colts. No, not, nothing else to say. No. Then we got we the talk Colts more about versus... your line than anything I know. Else. Forget the game. I want to talk about my line some more. Can we talk about that line? Tweet at me about that line. <laughs> at Jalen MGM. At Jalen MGM. 
Colts going to take a visit to the Raiders. Colts are going to win led by Rodrigo Blankenship. I mean, I'm I'm picking the Colts, but I, I don't believe that in game, the Raiders anymore after, you know, winning the way that they I, did. I won't be surprised <laughs> if the Raiders do win, but. Like they went from, you know, a team that I, I mean, they are, they're still going to be in the race, but now I'm just like, you guys are just not who I thought you were or uh, not were, could be. I thought they could be better and I'm just not seeing it. I'm just like, yeah, I guess you could say the same thing about us. Their window closed. (laughs) (laughs) We get to take on the J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets. Obviously we should win. Seattle. Look, I'm always gonna. We're always gonna pick Seattle. Like we're gonna get to the Rams game in two weeks. We could lose this game and lose next week to football team, and I'm still gonna pick them against the Rams. It's just what I, you know, I'm a Seahawks fan. That's what I'm gonna. You do. just gotta believe. I, but I also know that they could lose. It's not like I'm one of those people like we're gonna win every game. No, I'm picking them to win. But yeah, I mean, this one <laughs> better be a win. Yeah. There's the only way that this one is worse it can't be worse in terms of how they lose just losing would be worse because you're like really you followed up the giants game with a loss to the jets but they could play a million times better and lose but it would seem worse you know what i mean yeah i don't uh, don't. yeah i don't want to lose to the jets no 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 that'd be awful We, we can't yeah that would be bad could you imagine I don't want to imagine, but now I had to. I had to think about us losing to the Giants, and so now I'm like, I know. Okay, hurt your soul. I'm like, I'm trying to move on from. Jets fans would love that. it, especially any Jets fans who listen to this and hear us laugh about the Jets. But I, the, Jets I fans, said, where are you at? I've said that I feel sorry for them, but maybe they don't want our sympathy. You know, they're New Yorkers. <laughs> they don't want our damn they sympathy. They have no mercy. Us over here on the West Coast, judging them. Anyway, go Hawks. <laughs> Go Hawks. <laughs> and we got Aaron Rodgers versus Matthew Stafford. What a matchup. Packers. Yeah, Packers. Jalen Hurts making his first start. Going to be against the Saints, though. And I don't think he's going to win. No. No, no, no. But, but if he does, that'd be a great story. I know. That'd be crazy. Oh, which, by the way, I forgot to talk about. We'll talk about when we get to football team. Football team. And we but, got yeah, the Saints. Falcons taking on the Chargers coming off of their very impressive performance okay, against the Patriots. Okay. Scoring zero points. Now the Chargers have been struggling to get those wins, but I'm picking them this week because it's against the Falcons. Yeah. <laughs> and, sorry, know, Matty Ice. Sorry. I'm not going to talk about you much this week. I said it'd be nice. Football team's going to beat the 49ers this week. That'd be cool. Alex Smith taking on his... Former one of his, his former uh, teams, original, original team, correct? team, and the ones that gave up on him for calling. But uh, I was gonna say, uh, now I didn't think before that Alex Smith was the comeback player of the year. To me, it was gonna be Roethlisberger because you know they're going they to were, the playoffs and they're, yeah, and they're they were undefeated and, and everything. And he was playing from the start, and you didn't know if Alex Smith was gonna play. And even when a, a few weeks ago, when we talked about it, when and you know you talked about Alex Smith. You know, he had just started playing. I'm like, is he even going to be back? But now it's like he's the quarterback the rest of the year. So unless he gets hurt again, he's definitely going to win comeback player of the year, especially because he just beat the, the Steelers. Mm-hmm. He ended their undefeated streak. So, but anyways, in this game, uh, you know, I really do want the Redskins to win. 
Redskins? Uh, I said it. Oh, <laughs> you damn did. it. You haven't done that in a no! minute, actually. That, one, that was pretty funny. Oh, I fail. Okay. You were on a good roll with that, and then you just... I'm pick just because I did that. Now I have to pick football team. I'm sorry, football team. It's your team. punishment. I'm sorry. When I actually was going right. to say I was going to pick them. <laughs> Speaking of Steelers, they got a date with the Bills on Sunday night. Oh, they could lose two in a row. They I'm could. They're on the road. Buffalo. I would have picked Buffalo, even if they weren't. You know, the Steelers were still undefeated, but not because I think they're, you know, underrated. It's because of our MVP rankings. Which let's just talk about that real quick. We I had Russ in the top five. He's totally out. He might not even be top ten anymore. And Josh Allen is back in that top five. And that's the reason why I'm picking the Bills because I think if he balls out in this game and they beat the Steelers, then he's gonna move himself right up where some people, you know, especially Bills fans, probably feel he belongs with. Rodgers and Mahomes. I still think those two are the the clear-cut favorites. Yeah. But he has a chance to put himself right behind him. And I want to see if he does and I'm I'm picking him and I'm I'm guessing that he's going to. I'm going to I'm going to go with the Steelers actually cuz you hate Josh Allen. <laughs> I don't hate Josh Allen. <laughs> you just you, I don't know. I feel like you just heard me talk talk him up and you're like no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just sense a bounce back game from the Steelers. They they don't like losing. I mean, so, I could see, but that. it should be a fun matchup. Though. That's a pretty good yeah. I think Sunday night really game. game. I, I'm very into watching that one. You know how <laughs> every pretty much Sunday and Monday night when we get to those games, they're not usually good games or even good teams, or they should be good games, and something happens like like the Saints destroy the Bucks and. By halftime, I'm not interested anymore. Yeah. So I'm hoping that this one changes that. Come on, teams. You can do it. And then your Monday night game will be the Ravens and the Browns. Oh. In Cleveland. Okay. This is going to be, you know, they're going to be talking about this a lot. They're going to be talking about the Browns. They they finally beat a good team. They're, what are they, nine and three? I think so. <clears throat> So, is it nine and three or ten and three? I think nine. Yeah. So they're nine and three. They're right behind the Steelers. If the Steelers lose and they win, they're only a game behind them. I mean, this is big for them. Obviously, the Ravens are fighting for their life. So this is going to be a big game. They're going to hype this up a lot. Will the Browns fold under the pressure? But will the Ravens fold under the pressure? Because, you know, Playoff wise, Lamar hasn't been exactly. Oh, dang, this is a tough one to pick. I'm for me. gonna go the Browns mainly because they got a guy by the name of Nick Chubb who I think is very, very good and is hard to stop. I'm gonna go with the Browns too, mainly because the Ravens have disappointed me so many times when I picked them earlier and they haven't, you know, they just haven't been what you thought they were gonna be this year. Yeah. And the Browns, even though they've squeaked by a lot of games and you're just kind of like, oh, geez, that was ugly. That was ugly. They got it done. They're finding ways to win. So maybe they finally figured it out and turned that corner. So, yeah, Browns. All right. All right. NFL, that's – are we going to talk about – say something about the Huskies? 
Oh, we can since add, we're we on. can just add a quick college football note. Since so we're on football. The Huskies lost to Stanford last week, and it was pretty disappointing first half performance, kind of like the week before. But then they, they bounced back in the second half and everything, but still fell short. But uh, then that set up a matchup against Oregon today. It should have been on right now for the Pac-12 North title. You know, mm-hmm. get, who would play in the Pac-12 the championship conference championship. Game. And that game ended up getting canceled because of COVID because of a lot of cases for UW. And so they had to cancel it. So the Huskies automatically win the North because the game got canceled. And I know that pisses Oregon fans off, which is the only reason when we're really happy about it. Because like I've said before, none of this counts this year to me. It it counts to those kids. They should be happy for it. You know, the, the players on the Huskies should be happy. They, they can't control the situation and we can't either. And if, if it was the Ducks and the Oregon fans, they would take it and laugh and rub it in our faces. So we're going to so do, we're the, gonna same do thing. the same thing. Uh, who runs the North? The dogs do. Suck it, Ducks. So, <laughs> so anyways, it does suck. I wanted to see that game. I would much rather beat the Ducks and get the North. But, you know, just, just this happening, it happening this way, I can speak. Shut up. <laughs> I didn't even speak at all. <laughs> All right. You were going to say something. I was so, not. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, just it happening this way is just funny. It's hilarious. and But you, you shouldn't be mad, really, because it doesn't matter at all. It doesn't matter what you think. But, you know, we'll still take it. Go dogs. So, yeah, I don't really have anything else college football-wise to say. I mean, no. again, I don't think any of it I really counts. would have been funny to bring that up because I happened. I'm like, oh, that's hilarious. It is. All right, up next. What is up next? What uh, you got? I mean, NBA. There's not a lot of NBA stuff, but right. I could just go over it. All right. Yeah, sounds so excited. <laughs> up next. So NBA this offseason basically wrapped up because the preseason <laughs> has gotten underway. It started yesterday. yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. So the offseason just in the snap of a finger, just gone. I think it's funny, like the playoff teams are all a little bit, still kind of a little bit upset about it all. But I'm like, yeah, but you weren't the only, you're not the only teams. Like you had all these other guys who've been sitting around waiting forever. They want to play some basketball, <laughs> yeah, man. They want to <laughs> shoot some hoops. But yeah, it's just like, oh, here we go. We're getting back into it. So we talked about how on the next episode, because the regular season starts next Tuesday. So our next episode will probably be our, NBA, NBA preview, preview and like predictions for the champions and well, what we think is going to happen yes. or could happen. What could happen. As of right now, I have no idea. I need to, you know, because with the offseason just going so fast, you're kind of like, wait, who went to what team? Or what? And plus, you still mm-hmm. kind of have, you know, people talking about Harden maybe getting traded. You know, yep. there's still oh, that Harden. talk out there. So <laughs> missed the first two practices for the Rockets. That was hilarious. Yeah, but. I don't even like what Harden, made it, but can you blame him necessarily with the rumors going around? And granted, he's part of it. It was funny because it came out, so they announced like you know stuff they can't do because they're not in a bubble anymore. They're just gonna be traveling and stuff, so they right. can't you know be going to clubs and concerts and certain social gatherings and like 
most restaurants. I think there's like a few exceptions with the restaurants one. Yeah. But they can't really be doing any of that. So, of course, he's spotted at clubs when, you know, for the first two practices of his team. And it's just after that news broke out, I'm like, of course he's there. But I don't even understand. Like, why? Why do you need to be there? Yeah, that's just. <laughs> I mean, I know people like to go out and do stuff. I get that. But you, you could do that in the off off season. Like now that you're in the regular season, you know, or you're going to you're training to camp be. and all that. Just be about business, especially now. Like, is there any excuse for any of these players to not just be about the business right now? Just be about basketball. I know because, you know, before you got players and and I, I have nothing against players like this who were like, you know, basketball isn't the only thing I love. Like we, you know, I do other things or I like to enjoy myself and have a good time and do that's fine. But now with so many things like being shut down, like obviously you can still do certain hobbies, like, but is clubbing a hobby? It's not a hobby, <laughs> you know? So you should be about basketball. They're literally saying like, Hey, you know, you can't go do all this stuff. So just focus on basketball and who knows? Who knows, James? Maybe you'll actually deliver and win a title. Maybe. May I doubt Not it. Maybe. I doubt That's it. That's a big maybe. I love how people act like, you know, he just hasn't been surrounded by talent and stuff like that. Give me a break. Give me a break. Yeah. Maybe stop clubbing. Focus on basketball. <laughs> so anyways, what else? What else did they say they can do? Uh, That was, I don't have all the specifics. So like I said, like, you know, I think the gathering thing, it's over like a certain number of people. So. Yeah, I don't even. But I mean, yeah, why do you need to do any of that? Anymore? Yeah, exactly. Go to the town, go to your hotel, go get some food or order it in mm -hmm. and then go play basketball. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. Watch some Netflix, some Disney Plus. Stream I mean, some stuff, dude. Exactly. Bring your console place. You know what they should they should allow because i know movie theaters not all of them are open and even though like some of them are they're not like they can't fit as many people in for whatever you know for not i shouldn't say for whatever reason for safety reasons and everything but they should let like the nba teams like rent them out because they could probably make a lot of money that way and then you know, these are players that are around each other all the time anyway, so you don't have to worry about it. So rent it out to teams and stuff that come into the area and be like, hey, you can come here, watch a movie, you know, give them something to do. So Some like options. Sitting to... around. And plus the theaters make money. I don't know. I'm just solving problems. That's what I do. <laughs> okay, commissioner. <laughs> you know, I'm just trying to help everybody else save the economy. <laughs> anyway. Oh, I'll make some bucks. Yeah. And then in other MA news, Paul George was given a <laughs> max extension. It's so funny. I used to love Paul That's George, but after like the last like three years, I just just anything. It's hard. It is. It's just like especially this this last year in particular. Oh yeah, like, it made it really rough. Man, like really, dude. Really rough. And like the stuff coming out with like him and Kawhi and just how they were treated, basically, like they yeah, were the above. Treatment everybody else i'm like come on well and then you give him this contract now good for him i guess but it's just funny because of everything that was said and everything that happened and then you give him the contract and now it's like he's already kind of yeah i mean he's kind of proven that he's not a player who can deliver 
you know, on that promise, you know, giving him all that money. I mean, kind of like James Harden, but I mean, with Harden, at least you can, you know, he's got MVP and he's, you know, and he's been the leader of those teams. Paul George, he hasn't been the leader of a team since he left the Pacers. Yeah, since he was in Indiana. And maybe, I don't know, maybe Man, that's I would, his problem. I, maybe wish, he, I wish I could go back to those days when Paul George was just in Indiana. Maybe he wants to team. be the leader and he can't be the sidekick or whatever. I don't know, but I don't know. It's It just seems like a bad contract, let's just say that. <laughs> and then, yeah, I saw they had put out their top 100 rankings some was it ESPN? I think it was ESPN. Yeah. I don't I don't remember it top to bottom, but obviously, you know, people going crazy about some I saw of the some rankings. Of it. I don't I saw some remember, of it, but I don't think all of it. Some of them I didn't think were bad, but others, yeah. Like was it they had um Lonzo ranked above some people that you know, a lot of people had a problem with. But yeah, I don't mm-hmm. remember exactly who it was. But yeah, I mean, I I don't know. It's just stupid. Those power rankings that they do, ESPN or anybody really, there's always. I mean, okay, let's go back to our you know NBA top ten greatest players. Okay, people are gonna say you guys don't know what you're talking about, or probably me in particular because I have Larry Bird at number one. But I I explained why. You know what I mean? Like this isn't like I just said here's my top ten and there you go. Like. You might not like it or believe it, but maybe you just don't want to. You know what I mean? Like sometimes there are facts and there are stats and there are things that truly back it up. But then you see these lists and nothing that they say backs it up. Like that's what yeah. pisses me off. Like it's not that, you know, you can't rank them and have your opinion, but sometimes you see a guy and you're like, but how? Like what you said does not justify this in any way, shape or form. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So... Like, nobody can see that reasoning or rationale. Yep. So, yeah. But, yeah. yeah for was, Well, was that it? Yeah, that was pretty much it for me talk. Nothing. Just the fact that it's it's getting underway. So, next week, yeah, we're going to have the NBA preview. So, there'll be a lot of NBA talk on that one. Yes. So, yeah. But next and last. Last, but certainly not least, wrestling. Wrestling. <laughs> All right, pro wrestling time. NXT. 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 We just had the War Games pay-per-view. Another another great one. I mean. Yeah, another great War Games. Yes. First match of the night was the Women's War Games match between Team Lorraine and Team Blackheart. Candice Lorraine's team came out on top. Now, I will say that this match, I didn't. it wasn't my favorite war games match that they've had since they've been doing it on NXT, but it had some great spots. Oh yeah. It e- a- EO is awesome. Oh my gosh. She freaking, but even like embers, the, the spot. Oh with, my uh, gosh. Yes. The eclipse. Yes. On that, the, I actually think she that sat was out the chairs, spot. had Tony's storm right there and then just hit the eclipse. Yeah. That on was awesome. I'm like, Oh, but the EO Ad- thing Adam Cole cool. took a similar spot later on, which I was going to bring up. And then EO, Climbs up to the top of the cage, puts a trash can on top of her, and just leap of faith on everybody. Yeah, her face when she's pulling the trash can <laughs> that ah! was hilarious. And but then, that it was a great spot. But I, I, my favorite one was the eclipse. But, oh, that but one I thought was... overall the match just wasn't as. 
good as I wanted it to be. I was hoping for, but it had great spots. So yeah, I wasn't mad or anything. It was interesting seeing uh, Raquel Gonzalez get the pin on EO on the champion. I'm like, oh, okay. Are we, are we getting her ready for a, a push, a push, push. And then on the next episode of NXT, she beat Ember Moon. Oh, so I'm right. like, okay, they're, they're grooming her for something. And well, plus, uh, isn't that what NXT they said? For? Uh, I think for Kepe, they have a Dakota Kai saying she's injured from the War Games match. So now it's just it's just Raquel. Interesting. So the spotlight's on her. She just wanted a break. Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher had a good, uh, hard hitting match. It was. I I gotta agree with somebody that follows me on Twitter and that I follow on Twitter too. Well, I had put how, you know, it was a good physical match. And then he was like, I just can't get into Thatcher. And I'm like, I agree. <laughs> like, I'm the same. It's like, it was a good match, but you're like, if it was somebody else, I would have appreciated it more. Like, I just, I can't get into that guy. There's nothing about him that makes me like, I really want to watch this guy. If it wasn't for Champa, I wouldn't have paid any attention to that match at all. <laughs> but right. it was a good match. It was I a just, good match. You know, some you know in wrestling, that's why you know characters and personality matter, because if you just can't connect, even sometimes the, the even the in ring work isn't enough for you. It should be. I'm, I can admit it should be, but sometimes it's just not. You can't help it. Everybody does that, and yeah, he's just one of those guys. <laughs> and then he had Dexter Loomis defeating Cameron Grimes in a strap match. This was a really good strap match. I I wouldn't pay attention. Enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> I think uh, this was probably like the story a lot of people were kind of like. It wasn't like, oh, this has been such a good story. It's kind of been, eh. It was more kind of a goofy. Yeah, you know, it's pretty goofy. Okay. You know, that's kind of. That's a lot of stuff with Cameron Grimes because he's so like over the top and everything. I think the only part of the match I paid attention to was when he had the chair. And then as soon as he unfolded the chair, I was like, he's going to sit in the chair and start, yep. like, you know, taunting. And that's what he did. And I was like, yeah, I saw that coming. And I don't even really pay that much attention to Cameron Grimes. But I'm just thinking to myself, this guy's this big, giant guy who, in the stuff leading up to it, they show you running from him and running from him and running from him. And then you're going to do that? Just beat him with the chair. Yeah, like, no, because he's on the ground I, and he's standing tall. He's got to celebrate. I know. That's Cameron Grimes. I, okay. To the moon. He lost. He did. <laughs> and then he should listen to me. You had the triple threat match for the North American title. Johnny Gargano oh, regained that was it. A good match. That was a really good match. Even Leon Ruff was impressing the heck Leon, out of me. Leon Ruff was good. But I thought they did a good job man, with that. Every time you see Damian Priest really go, I mean, at least you should. Like for me anyway, I just am more and more impressed. Yep. Like you're watching that match and way. you're like, he. He's gonna win. This is awesome. And then he gets hit in the back of the head <laughs> with the pipe. And he's, you know, and he's pinned and it's over. It was me, pinned. Austin. Yeah. <laughs> Austin, Austin Theory came out to help Johnny. But yeah, Damian Priest is so good. That, yeah, it was a great match. He's just yeah, Rockstar, rock star of NXT. He's just he does it so well. Yep. My second favorite match of the night. And then Undisputed Era versus McAfee. Oh my the match gosh. The match of the night for me. It first of all, prop Pat McAfee is something else. Like, how can he just go into 
all these different professions and this different stuff and just be as good as he is. Look, I like Pat McAfee, but I don't think he's great in the ring. He does spots. That's it. He doesn't wrestle. So, and, and that's right now. So I don't, I'm not going to sing his praises like that. Like he does spots. Like I going to, but it also like, you're going to see a couple spots from Pat, which look, I'm impressed by them. I like them. He goes to the top of the cage and he jumps off. You know, I mean, there are wrestlers who've wrestled for 20 years that don't want to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so I, I am impressed, but I'm not as impressed. Like I want to see more actual wrestling and I knew I wasn't going to get it in this match. So I'm fine. So I'm just, because you said what you said, like, how is it? I'm just kind of, eh, I like him, but I'm still waiting for him to be more than just it also, spots. It also works just because you were talking about like character and stuff. He's doing his yeah, yeah, yeah. on-screen stuff and oh. like with a microphone. Oh, he's great he's on great. the mic. Yes. Great on the mic. Absolutely. I just want it to translate more with a little bit, just more wrestling. So it's not always just about the spot because that's what you... Like I said, going into that match, I'm like, okay, you know you're going to get probably two big Pat McAfee spots, but what else is he going to do? And literally, what else do you remember him doing in that match? Taking a Panama Sunrise, just taking other little <laughs> stuff in the ring, you know? Yeah, so I just want to see that was, more. That was cool, though, him but taking the okay. Panama Sunrise and then kicking out. Yeah. And it's like, oh, didn't pin him that time. But hold on, we'll get, we'll get to that more in a minute. But yeah, I mean... Uh, dang, I lost my train of thought. Never mind. <laughs> so, but it, yeah, I thought that one just, it was just much better. There was more, it, much better than the women's war games match in terms of just the overall, just everything yeah. that they did. You know, they brought in tables that had <laughs> the undisputed air name know. on them. One thing I didn't even but think about was like, put through it. the callback to certain things. Like, do you notice when Roger Strong did the end of heartache to Pete Dunn? It was like eerily similar to when he turned on Pete Dunn and joined UE. Mm -mm. He did the stomp the exact same, and then he picked him up and did his move. That's it funny. was like the exact same. I'm like, that's really cool. And then, of course, before that, they decided to throw in Adam Cole taking a bitter end rib first onto the top part of a chair. Yeah, that oh was cool. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but there was... Ribs. It was a really good match, and... The Pat McAfee kicking out of the Panama Sunrise, I didn't really like that, to be honest with you. I thought, yeah, you can have somebody break it up. Like, because then somebody attacked Adam Cole right after. Like, so he kicks out and Adam Cole's kind of sitting there like, what the? And then mm -hmm. he gets hit from behind. And I'm like, you let Pat McAfee kick out of that? Why? Just have him get saved. Like, that, that made no sense to me. He doesn't really do anything, but yet you're letting him kick out of a move that great wrestlers haven't kicked out of. Like that was the only thing about the match that bothered me was that like, why would you let him kick out of that? Just have somebody break up the pin. Like, so anyway, but everything else was great. And I mm -hmm. loved the finish. I thought the finish was awesome. I know Kyle O'Reilly. He had the chair on over Larkin's face. And Kyle was like, neat, need a chair to face. Yeah. just, it was a really good war games match other than fun. just that one thing that I didn't like. But uh, unfortunately, okay. Bobby Fish got an injury. He had to have surgery. So I'm like, oh, that sucks. He's did, he's kind of been riddled with little injuries throughout his NXT a career. Timetable? Uh I saw only within like eight weeks. 
Okay, good. So I'm like, okay, so it's not like severe, severe. No, do we know what it is? Was it? It was something with his triceps. Okay, so the reason why I'm wondering that is, can they? He can still come out like if they debut. Like maybe he can still debut, but he just doesn't get physical or anything. He's just there. So that's why I wanted to know, like, because I didn't want their debut, like him to not be able to be a part of it. Yeah, I know. Like he's just not there. Because you know he's one of the. Him and Kyle and Adam, they're the originals exactly. of it. So I'm like, he has to be there, yeah, you know? Just, just be there. So as long as you can physically be there, then yeah, that's cool. So I, I hope maybe that he could kick happens. someone. Yeah. But even if he doesn't, he doesn't have to get physical. Just, yeah, just exactly. be able to come out when their music hits or run out when they run out, whatever happens. But yeah, great work, great takeover once again. Per yes, it usual. Was. Yes, it was. Then on NXT, Finn Balor was back and you know he's looking for a new challenger and also for a little context during takeover they announced the first wednesday after new year's they're going to do a new year's special event and finn is going to defend the title on that pay-per-view they made that official so he's looking for people the first person that comes out is pete dunn i'm like that'd be awesome yeah that would be then kyle o'reilly came out and then damian priest came out so they were kind of arguing a little bit and Finn kind of walks away and it's like, that's Regal's job to determine. And then he's on the top Carrie and Cross's music hits. Scarlet comes walking out and they have a bit of a stare off. And Finn's like, you tell, you tell Cross that I'm ready whenever he's ready. I'm like, Oh, so this, you already know this is going to happen eventually. Eventually. So Finn walks away and priest tells Scarlet like, Hey, why don't you tell Cross to not wait in the car? He's looking for a fight. Come get me. So later on, Priest came out when Gargano was celebrating. And uh, Karen Cross decided not to win the car anymore. <laughs> he came out and he attacked him. He powerbombed him on the stage. He's back. And I all love right, it. All right. I want to see that match. Yeah, I think, I think that should be the match. I think that probably will be because they announced on the next NXT, Kyle and Pete are going to fight for uh, number one contenders rights to the NXT championship. So that'll probably be the New Year's match, and Priest and Cross could have a match there. All right, that's all right. my assumption. I mean, I I prefer the winner from Priest and Cross going for the title, but you know, but I mean, I'd like to see Pete done too. But I just kind of I think I want Finn to get another defense because there's a good chance they're gonna put the belt back on Cross. Yeah, but I, yeah, well, I guess so. so. And plus, I feel like that's a takeover match. Yeah. Cross and Balor. I'm like, I think that'd be better suited for a takeover. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Good point. Good point. And then over on the other show on Wednesdays. The other show. On the Wednesday. other show on Wednesdays. Dynamite. Dynamite. You had the world champion making his appearance on Impact Wrestling. I, I watched the interview. I thought it was good. He, <laughs> I thought it was funny. He was interviewing, interviewed by Josh Matthews, right? And obviously he was in day for a while. Yeah. So during it, they still had the Moxley nameplate. So like, we're going to give you all a treat and we're going to put Omega's nameplate on here for you guys to see. And Kenny <laughs> looks at Josh and is like, oh, you remember Ambrose, right? <laughs> He's like, you were close with them, correct? That's funny. But yeah, and then I enjoyed the promo and they also kind of did like a continuation of it on Datamite. And we could possibly see Kenny also fight for the Impact World title and maybe go on a 
golden expedition, if you will, and go out and look for championships to win. That'd be interesting. I am, I am down for that. And then I saw earlier that Kenny's going to be on Impact again. Yeah, I mean it. It went big. Like, so it's funny we talk about like I don't. They're one of the reasons. Well, I mean, there's numerous reasons, I guess, that we don't watch Impact. Not totally interested. It's not that I'm not interested. I'd, I'd watch it. I would watch it, but. I know it's on Tuesdays, but I don't really know what channel. And I didn't. We saw the channel the other day, but That's I forgot what, I what it was. That's I was going to say. I was always thinking, like, I never really ever see it and, you know, see that it's on there when I'm ever scrolling through. And then just randomly, it was right there. And I'm like, that's funny because this is the one Kenny's going to be on. But we were, I was changing it to something else that, you know, we were telling the girls i think that we were going to watch so i had to change the channel and didn't watch it but I, I just thought it was funny i'm like oh hey there it is right there <laughs> like, and now i forgot <laughs> yeah but i mean i do know we do know it's on tuesdays and so you know it can't be that hard to find and mm -hmm. this definitely makes you say like you know what i gotta check it out because i mean i used to check out you know tna and even when yep. it first became impact we checked it out a few times it's just that you know, especially you like usually it comes on later. So because I go to bed early, you know, I don't get to watch it. But, you know, you watch three times a week. And then if there's a pay-per-view, you watch it. So you watch Raw, you watch SmackDown, you watch NXT and or Dynamite on Wednesdays. And then mm -hmm. if there's a pay-per-view and if there's a takeover and it's on a Saturday and then there's a Sunday. So it's just a lot of wrestling. So, you know, and it's not that wouldn't watch impact but it's just not necessarily a priority like you really mm -hmm. are waiting for that reason to watch yeah. it and this is a reason yeah and, this is a reason and it showed because that night i'm looking on twitter and it's like one of the top things trending is impact and i can't even tell you when the last time i saw that as one of the yeah. top things trending so it's yeah it pretty got clear that a ton of attention it, it was a draw. It did like double what it normally does. I saw like even Twitch or something the, like that I heard. The Dynamite After even got more viewers. They had reached the 900 from the actual match with Kenny and John, and they got close they to a million. It. Good. See, they were like 995,000 this week. And that's good. I mean, like I said, I was a little disappointed in that number for the match, but because of what happened with, you know, again, with the impact thing, now you're like, okay, is this going to really push them? And it looks like it's going to. And especially if they kind of just keep it going for a little bit, you know. And I heard that a lot of guys in Impact weren't thrilled. But, hey, you guys should just roll with it. Yeah, just, just roll with it. Let's see You're where getting it goes. exposure. Exactly. Let's see where it goes. Have patience and roll with it. And and I'm. It, it's definitely got my attention. Like, you know, again, I don't really watch because of the time, but I check things out on Twitter a lot. And if it really gets my attention, I'll put it on YouTube when I'm working out and stuff like that. So, mm -hmm. yeah, just keep doing what you're doing. You're going to keep getting those views and getting people interested. And that's what it's all about, getting people interested. But, yeah, good stuff from our Wednesday friends. And now to the <laughs> less fun uh, just WWE stuff. <laughs> it's a lot less fun. So, there was a report coming out about the rumored WrestleMania matches that are in place. So, probably your headliners as of right now. 
So I'll name the one that I like. Drew McIntyre versus Brock Lesnar versus Keith Lee. Cool. I'm so fine with that. That match. That sounds yeah. fun. I'd be into that for sure. Okay. And then you have Ed versus Orton. Not really, really into care. that. Don't really care. Not and then they managed to stoop down another level. <laughs> Roman Reigns. They're going to have. They could have Roman Reigns have to deal with Goldberg. If look. That should be their last priority. It should. I know that their first priority is Reigns and Rock. But I know that, you know, that's all depending on the Rock. And yep. that's what I want. I think that's what I think that's what everybody that's wants. That's what the majority of us want. Yeah. Right? I mean, I think people who even don't necessarily care about the Rock would still rather see Reigns and Rock than Goldberg. Like, who... And, I mean, I guess I, I say who wants to see Goldberg and then you see viewership go up when Goldberg comes out. And I'm like, yeah. but this is this is one of the problems. I'm not I'm not crit criticizing WWE with this. I'm criticizing wrestling fans when I say this. This is the problem with a lot of things like, you know, The Undertaker, people go so crazy about and he can't even really go anymore. But yet he comes to have a match and everybody loses their mind. Like, look, I don't mind if he appears and he chokeslams somebody or whatever, give somebody a tombstone, but we don't need to see him have a match. Like, now, yeah. I don't even really want to say go. Like, is it as believable? Now, I mean, Undertaker's yes, because of his character, but that's why I never really liked him because I don't like the character and he's supernatural and all this. Like, that's part of the reason I don't like him. But because of that character, you could conceivably let him wrestle till he's 70. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know? If but you really want to go really, all in. Really more aimed towards Goldberg. Like, I used to love Goldberg too. Don't get yeah, me wrong. Yeah, right. When he first came back against Brock, it was awesome. But then it was apparent after, you know, just, I mean, it was really apparent right away. Like, he can't, he's not what he used to be. And, of course he's not. He's At least old. he could do a jackhammer he's then. He's in great shape still. Can he? He couldn't do it to Bray. Oh, then you No, said? then. Yeah, 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 then. Exactly. But it's just gotten worse and worse. And it just, it doesn't need to be happening anymore. Especially, if you want to have him do it to a guy like Dolph, and granted, I love Dolph. I'd rather see Dolph win. But at least it's more believable when he's and they doing did. it to Dolph. No, that's what I'm saying. They did that. <laughs> but if you want to do stuff like Where that, Dolph had to fight just to get a couple super kicks in? Yeah, with him getting a couple, you know, smaller guys, but doing it against these, you know, fighting reigns. If he beat up Kevin Owens or something, I it makes me sick to my stomach. It's ridiculous. I'm and like, you're going to have... Nobody should be excited to see that. Nobody. No. There's, uh, that kind of reminds you, me of Goldberg's the number one fan of like the fiend you know the fiend was so like hot had all this momentum and then you put him with goldberg yeah, and it was ridiculous. you could do the same thing with the reigns like why but that's exactly what i'm talking about and then he won and then it became what was it like their most liked instagram post maybe i don't like know that. it was something like that like when he won the title off of bray wasn't it like their most instagram WWE's most liked post on Instagram or something like that was the I don't even know of him but... holding the belt. I believe it was, and that's beyond ridiculous. Yeah, like that's I don't horrible. care if you're a go. Look, look, I'm talking about The Rock and Reigns. I don't think The Rock should beat Roman. I don't think at the end of WrestleMania you should see The Rock holding up the belt. I don't. 
And right. I love The Rock. I'm one of the biggest Rock fans that there are. You know, you ask me who the greatest of all time is. I'm going to say The Rock, even though, you know, well, that's that's different. I we'll we'll go over that's that. That's a topic from a different yeah, no, time. I think when you're talking about the overall, when you're just talking about entertainer and all of that, it's The Rock. But if you just say wrestler, I go Bret Hart all day, every day. That He's the greatest in-ring wrestler ever and i don't even think it's close <laughs> but anyway sorry <laughs> but i just don't think you need to do that with these guys anymore like some people would say rock should have never beat punk but i i don't necessarily agree with that because to me it was more about believability in that one and look i thought punk's run was awesome but you're yes. really telling me you think cm punk can beat up the rock especially then like i mean of course not now either but because it's, they both are aging at the same time. But come on, you're going to get those two and you're going to let Punk win. I don't care who's the better rest or all that. Like to me, sometimes you do really have to go at the believability. And I'm like, The Rock would destroy CM Punk. So that's kind of the reason I have no problem with that. <laughs> it's also the reason why I could never get behind like a Rey Mysterio. I love Rey Mysterio, but when he's beating Kane, I'm like, really? <laughs> Anyway, see, I started ranting about stuff. <laughs> Continue. All right, so and then he had another report about Vince McMahon and oh, yeah. his uh, little fit where he decided wrestlers need to go back to the performance center classes to find some of their skills. I don't care about the other wrestlers on the list that there was. I'm talk. I'm just going to talk about Keith, Keith Lee. Lee. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But so, like we said, we kind of <laughs> talked about if it doesn't affect like his TV time and anything like that, then it won't be too big of a deal, but it's also just stupid. I'm like, you're going to tell me Keith Lee has to go back and refine some of his skills. Well, but you know, maybe this is just something that they do all the time and you just don't know that, you know what I mean? Like, it like, better be. It's just because not if that not, then this gets is just reported. beyond just, stupid. Yeah. Like, and, but it's also like too, I think, you know, it's what, it's not necessarily his work in terms of like, you know, like we look at it like, oh, he's a great in-ring worker. He is. But everybody knows that WWE changes the way people do things. Unfortunately. Um, yeah, exactly. And so maybe that's just what it is. He's just like, I don't like this. I don't want you to do this. Which, yes, Which I is, agree. It's stupid. But this, but what I'm I, saying. I, I'm going to be so mad if he comes back and he's not allowed to do Oh yeah, yeah. A that, lot of the stuff that would be that he does. I'm like, well, great. There, there he goes. They just want him to be a big, just beast. a generic big guy. Yeah, but uh, awesome. But, you know, this could be stuff that happens all the time, and it just doesn't get reported. And it got reported this time. I'm not, I'm not gonna freak out about it until we see, just like you the, said, the he end really result. starts doing things, and you're like, why is he doing that now? Then. That's when I'll be like, stupid Vince. No, granted. I mean, he's still stupid Vince. But he's like, come on. Vince has always been this way. This is what we were talking about, what, yesterday? Like, people act like he's going crazy. Like, he's lost his mind. But he's always been this way. He's always he's always done things that are like, oh, he's, you go, people say, oh, he's a genius. And he does this. And he did this. And he did this. But then there's all these other garbage things he did or ways he treated people or things that he did backstage or you know how he pushed certain people and didn't push others i mean it's always been it's been happening and some people are just i get it you're just tired of it and i kind of am too but it's just it's what it is you know it's wwe it's vince until he's gone 
he's not going anywhere. Yeah. So we just got to wait it out and hope that it changes when he's gone in terms of things like this and just kind of stupid stories like, you know, CM Punk and Renee talking about on their, on her podcast, them not giving wrestlers oh. opportunities when people come to them for a specific wrestler and they're like, no, for like, you, you know, can have movies and shows or something and... like that, but they don't give it to the, to the person that they requested. Like that's ridiculous. Giving them a the person that they requested. They want CM Punk or they want Renee to do the cooking show. Don't give it to Bo Dallas, but maybe they wanted Bo Dallas for some movie and they said, no, give them Bo Dallas. That's who they want. What's wrong with you? Well, no, we got to give it to the, to the guys that, we feel represent the country, the, the country, <laughs> the company. Whoa, there we going political. Well, well, Vince is kind of political. So anyway, but yeah, I mean, that stuff's just, it's not going to stop. And hopefully it doesn't affect Keith Lee too much. And yeah, he comes back and just dominates and gets to be in that triple threat match and possibly win it. Yes. And then, yeah, to finish it off, I'm just going to run through some things on SmackDown I didn't like. You had... Just what you did like. Yeah, because I just find it so ridiculous. Like, Sasha Banks and Carmelo, they have their contract signing, right? For the pay-per-view match. Okay. But then they decide, well, let's just do it on SmackDown. So they have a title match on SmackDown. So what happens? You guessed it. It ends in a disqualification. Oh, ooh, wow. wow. Why did we do this? <laughs> okay. I was, like, totally fine with the build-up for this rivalry up to this point. And then they did that. I'm like, well... That's, now this is stupid. That doesn't make any sense. But. Yeah. And then they announced matches for the next SmackDown. That it's the SmackDown before the pay-per-view. So that's why I don't like these being on SmackDown. Street Profits versus Ziggler and Room for the titles. Why is that not on the pay-per-view? It's a title match. And then this one I really didn't like. Bianca Belair and Bailey. How is this not on the pay-per-view? <laughs> Hey, maybe There's they're both, no... both going to end a disqualification. Yes, and, then they and will that'll really make me mad. I'm like, oh my gosh. Hey. Like that one especially. I'm like, are you serious? Well, you know, sometimes they jump on the stories late that they try to tell to set up the pay-per-view. You know what I mean? Hey. Oh yeah, also maybe it's on FS1 next week. So maybe you could you could get to see it too. Oh yeah, because it'll be on. Because it'll be on at like five for us then. Yeah, I will watch it then. But yeah, I mean... I don't get to watch enough to – I guess if we watch it and that happens and then, you know, like it ends in disqualification. Not, not even that. Like if it ends in disqualification, whatever. But like if somebody wins and not, whatever happens, if it just doesn't make any sense going into the pay-per-view, then, yeah, you'll hear me talk about it too. But as of right now, just because I haven't been, you know, I don't get to watch the TV programming too much, I'm not going to complain too much about what I see until I see it. <laughs> But yeah, that's how's the Roman Kevin Owens stuff going? Great. Roman Reigns is awesome. They had uh Roman was talking to Jay while they were, you know, watching the screen or whatever. So KO comes out, he pulls out a table, a ladder, and a chair, and just telling Roman what he's gonna do. So Roman sends out Jay to attack Kevin. Eventually Kevin fights him off and he goes after Roman. But then Roman takes him down and is talking to the camera to Kevin's family and is like, You better talk some sets into your dad otherwise i'm gonna take the food off of your table oh, and i'm like jeez <laughs> roman awesome. is going crazy i love it i love it that's great see that's... As, as he's beating up their dad now if there's a 
definite reason why I want to watch it next week when it's on earlier. It's for Roma. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right. So, yes, that's our multiverse this week. Yes. yes. Thank you for, for tuning us. in, and we'll see you next week. Peace out. Go Hawks.